not off. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. Uh, week 16, the NFL is here. There are a ton of storylines. Everyone talking about Aaron Rodgers, talking about who the NFL MVP is. I don't have the answer to these questions, but this guy right here, uh, our friend Warren Moon, Hall of Famer, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, uh, going to help us work through some of these things. Warren, how are you? I'm doing great, Michael. It's a great time of year, man. It's it's the holidays. It's the uh, bowl season in college football, and then you got the playoffs starting to heat up in football and in, in NFL. So it's a great time of the year. It is. It's such an exciting time of year. I'm starting to think about when football goes away, Warren, and, and like having these withdrawals. But you're right. This is about <laughs> to be the best part of the year. So, uh, yeah, we, we are about right there. Um, before we get into sort of any playoffs or, or anything like that, uh, obviously, a lot of people, Warren, talking about Aaron Rodgers. Now we have finally found out, OK, Aaron is not going to come back this year after the Jets don't have any possibility to make the playoffs anymore. Uh, one, do you think he's making the right choice? Is this the right decision to, to not force it, to not rush back, and to not start when uh, you're playing in meaningless football games? No question about it. Even if they were in playoff contention right now, I still don't think he should come back if he's not 100% because those Achilles injuries, even though the Achilles might be uh, connected again, but it still has to become much stronger. So so when you have a, a lot of torque on it or whatever, it doesn't just tear again. And, and that could actually happen very easily if he goes out there too quickly. There's a reason why they usually take six between six and nine months to come back from is because you want that thing to be strong when you come back so you don't tear it again. So if he's not 100%, whether they're in the playoff hunt or not, there's no way he should come back right now. Yeah, only about three and a half months since he suffered the injury on September 11th. Uh, going, coming next year, so so he comes back next year, uh, Warren. They've obviously they've got a, a good team. They've got some good pieces. They got good defense. Uh, he's going to be 41 years old next season, though. He just turned 40. Will turn 41 next season. I, I know you played into your mid 40s, Warren. What's the advice for Aaron coming back from a serious injury and coming back as a guy who is now in his 40s? Just continue to keep himself in great shape and, and make sure that injury is strong and make sure he still has the uh, the mobility and things that, that make him special, be able to get outside the pocket and do some of the things inside the pocket that um, that your feet uh, allow you to do. So that's something he wants to look at. But then the Jets are going to have to do something with that offensive line because it doesn't matter if it's Aaron or any of the young guys that have been behind that offensive line, their quarterbacks have taken a beating. And and if you have a quarterback at 40, 41 years old coming out there, coming off of a Achilles tendon injury, you want to make sure he's protected well. So I think that's going to be their first priority this offseason is to solidify that offensive line, get him as much protection as possible, because he's not going to be the same guy after having this injury and then plus the age factor. Warren, should they come back with the group that they have in place now, meaning, you know, Robert Sala, should they come back with Hackett as the OC? Does Joe Douglas stay as the coordinator or excuse me, as the general manager? Uh, or, or do they look to make changes in, in that uh, aspect? I think they've, they've done a good job with uh, with their roster. I think they have a really good football team minus a quarterback. And I think Joe Douglas has done a good job of putting that together. I think Robert Sala has really done a nice job of trying to keep this whole thing together, uh, even though they, they're, they've they definitely underachieved as far as what was expected of them. But when you don't have a trigger guy and you go through three quarterbacks throughout a year, you're going to have these type of results. So uh, I think they should bring them back for one more time because – 
Uh, we haven't seen what they're like with a, a healthy Aaron Rodgers, and I think they deserve at least that, to see one one time through with a healthy Aaron Rodgers, see what this trio of people can do. Do you think, assuming that they are able to shore up that offensive line, do do you view them going into next season as a, a Super Bowl contender with an Aaron Rodgers uh, as your starting quarterback? Well, I think it starts with the division first. You're, you're in a division with Buffalo, who's playing really well right now. You're in a division with Miami, who's leading the division. That's where it's going to start. You you just want to set your goals at trying to win the division and then go from there. So I know Aaron Rodgers gives you that hope. But again, he's another year older and he's coming off of a major injury of Achilles tendon. So I don't think you can say Super Bowl yet until you see what type of Aaron Rodgers actually returns back to the football field. All right. Now, I know I got way ahead of myself there. We're talking about next season. We are still very much in uh, in this season. A lot of people debating the MVP. Sometimes, Warren, there's there's a clear cut favorite. Uh, I think this season it, it's it's changed. Now we've got people talking about Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. Right. It was Dak Prescott at a point. It was uh, it was Tyree Kill. Who do you like? Who is your MVP right now, Warren, uh, as we sit here on uh, December 20th, 21st or so? You know, this has pretty much been a quarterback award. Um, most of the time that it's given out, I think Adrian Peterson was the last running back to be given the award. Um, I think this year, though, it comes down to two guys. It comes down to Lamar Jackson, and it comes down to Christian McCaffrey, who I think has had a, a, an amazing year for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Both of these guys are in teams with their best record in the AFC and the NFC. Uh, McCaffrey's on pace, I think, for 24 touchdowns and 2,200 yards. Um, Lamar Jackson is on the best team in the AFC. He doesn't have the, the the breakout numbers that we've seen out of him in the past when he won the MVP a few years ago, but he's just been so steady this year on a team that uh, is one of the best in the AFC. So the thing I like is they're playing against each other this week, and I think the winner of that game, I think the, one of those two guys is going to be the MVP of the league, whoever wins that game. Coming up, much more with Warren Moon. But first, Deontay Wilder joins the show to preview his big-time showdown with Joseph Parker. Plus, is the former heavyweight champ actually serious about crossing over and fighting MMA? Find out when the Bronze Bomber joins us next on TMC Sports. Are you ready to shop? Raggedton's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Ragaton is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Mike Babcock here. Uh, there is an absolutely massive event going down in Saudi Arabia uh, this weekend. And that man right there, the Bronze Bomber, Deontay Wilder, the man who 
brought back the heavyweight division, definitely brought it back to America, uh, stepping in the ring once again to take on Joseph Parker. It's a great fight, and uh, we are lucky enough to talk to De Deontay for a few minutes here. Deontay, brother, how are you doing, man, as we're only like uh, well, a few days away now from uh, your return to the ring? Yes, indeed, the day of reckoning. Um, I feel great, you know. Um, um, I, I'm excited, and I'm ready to go. You know, it, it's always a, a great feeling when I'm able to uh, step in something that I love to do. We talked to Joseph before. Joseph said, I don't think Deontay's looking past me. I think, you know, uh, you know, he's focused on this fight. And he said, I'm going to knock Deontay Wilder out. When you hear him say that, what goes through your head? I don't really think about nothing. You know, they when it comes to boxing, you have to have something to say. People will look at you funny or criticize you or, you know, especially the people on the outside looking in. You know, it's this is the fight business. And within fight business, you have to have you have to exchange words. But the only thing about words, you have to believe in what you say, you know, so, and it's it's a difference between the believers and there's a difference between the non-believers. Now, Joseph can say what he wants, but do he believe what he say? Now, we know that when Deontay say things, he speak it, he believe it, he receives it. So on the, the night, the day of uh, the 23rd, the night of the 23rd is going to be the day of the reckoning. And I think that's a beautiful title for this occasion. And I'm looking forward to do what I've always done many, many years. The saying, Mike, is that women lie, men lie, but numbers don't lie. And my numbers speak for itself. When you kind of see how this thing unfolds here, uh, how does it go? Is it an early knockout? Is it something where it, it goes later into the fight? How do you see things unfolding once uh, you all finally get in that ring on Saturday? It's me fighting. So... When Deontay Wilder fighting, you know, you have to sit on the edge of your seat and you can't blink. You got to go to the concession stands. And if you're at the house, you got to go get what you need and get a great seat. Make sure you go use the bathroom because you don't know what's going to happen. But when it happened, bam, baby, good night. And you don't want to want you don't want to be the one to say what happened when you could have seen it for yourself. Don't yeah, do not get up. Um, it, obviously, a lot of talk about what happens next, Deontay. There's the reports about uh, Anthony Joshua, and that could be a fight, obviously, the fans have wanted for like a decade now. There's been talk of, you know, Francis Ngannou in, a, in an MMA-style fight. What do you want to do for the future? What are, what are your plans? It feels like there's a lot of big events that are on the table for you. It's a beautiful uh, time for me, and um, whatever, whatever opportunity is uh, available, that's the opportunity I'm going to take. Um, me and the Joshua talk has been something like you said for decades upon yeah. talking that is one of the, the biggest fight in the world and uh, if i can get that out of the way first that'll be a blessing and i'm looking forward to it but i'm looking forward to all challenges that comes it, it, especially my second half of my career you know so let the games begin and it starts uh december the 23rd and i can't wait I, I can't wait either. It's it's always can't miss. I haven't heard you talk about it, Deontay. Is the MMA stuff? Is that something you're interested in, or or is it like, hey, I'm I'm you know I'm a heavyweight boxer. I'm a superstar, and this that's that's my sport, not MMA. Uh, no, I'm, I'm very I'm very well interested in it. You know, I, I've had a few uh, trainers to 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 come my way. I've I've visited a couple of gyms where I've uh, trained for for this fight. And uh, I've been around certain trainers that have invited me to that gym to learn uh, jiu-jitsu and uh, different other things. So uh, this is something that I'm, I'm very serious uh, of, of getting into and I want to do. We'll see what happens, you know. Um, at this moment in time, I, I have a, a 
a job to do. And that job is uh, Joseph Parker. And um, so that's my main focus at this moment in time, uh, solely on Joseph Parker. And once I once I take out the trash, and we'll talk about something and fill in the being up with something. I cannot wait. It's a can't miss fight this Saturday. Again, Deontay Wilder, Joseph Parker, and the rest of the card too is also stacked. But this guy right here is uh, is enough to tune in. Deontay, brother, thank you so much, man. Uh, it was great to talk to you. I'll see you after you get this W, man. My man, blessings, blessings. Warren, I've been waiting this entire time just to get to this question here. Uh, I'm a New Jersey guy, and Tommy DeVito seems to be all uh, everyone that I know from back home is talking about right now. Uh, obviously, the undrafted quarterback has taken over for the Giants. Uh, they lost to the Saints this past weekend, but they had won three straight, including that comeback on Monday Night Football against the Packers. Talk to me about Tommy DeVito, Warren. Is this just a lot of uh, guys in, in North Jersey kind of getting excited about the hometown kid playing for the Giants? Or or does this guy actually have some ability? And could you see him playing quarterback, even if it's not necessarily for the New York Giants? No, it, it's some of both, Michael. I think uh, this is a guy who's from, the, from New Jersey right there where the yep. Giants play. Uh, he's played really well those three games when they were winning and, and doing some great things. So a lot of excitement was caused because of that, and, and it should be. Uh, and, and you know how passionate New Jersey people are and Giant fans are. And, and to have one of their homegrown right there doing that as the quarterback of the football team, it's, 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 uh, it's made for some great excitement in that area. Now, can he play? Yes, he can play. He's shown that he can play in the National Football League. But what the NFL has a, a ability to do is humble you. And, and once teams figure out what you do best and what you can't do, that's what they're going to try and, um, and 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 pounce on. And, and I think that's what he has to see now. As teams have seen him on tape and know how to defend him, does he have an answer to that? And that's when you know if a player is pretty good or not. If he can answer um, what other teams are going to do to you to try and stop you and take away uh, what you're, what's best in your game. And I think that's what we need to see going forward. He's going to have his hands full. He plays the Philadelphia Eagles twice here in the last three games. So he's gonna, we'll get a chance to see exactly who uh, Tommy DeVito is in these last three games of the season. Have you seen anything from Tommy DeVito that would make you think that he should or could possibly compete for the Giants' starting role next year over a healthy Daniel Jones, who have, uh, is going to be making near $40 million bucks next year. Yeah, I think if it was just apples to apples, you could say yes, but you have a guy that you're paying $40 million a year. Uh, what are you going to do with him if he gets beat out by a, you know, a backup quarterback? So that's gonna, they're going to give Daniel Jones every opportunity to be the starter next year. But if Tommy just continues to keep playing well and working hard, that's, that opportunity could come again. You never know. Daniel could not play well for a period. Maybe he gets injured, God forbid, and he's got to be ready to play. So push come to shove. You want to be a quarterback in the NFL, whether you're a backup or a starter, you just have to be ready because you could be a starter at any time. And we've seen it throughout the NFL all season long. From Tommy, who nobody talked about in the uh, offseason or before the draft warrant, to, uh, to those quarterbacks that really were talked about by everybody, obviously Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, uh, Richardson, uh, those three guys, uh, everyone debating who should go one, two, and so on. I know you liked Bryce like so many other people liked Bryce Young. It's been a bit of a struggle for him in, uh, in Carolina. Um, are you still confident in Bryce Young as uh, as a top line uh, NFL starting quarterback, Warren, or or uh, are you concerned with what you've seen so far this season? 
I'm still uh, optimistic. You know, when you're the number one overall pick, you're going to a bad football team. That's why they have the number one pick in the draft. And they do not have a really good offense. He doesn't have a lot of weapons to work with. Uh, on the outside, his offensive line is is very average. And, uh, you know, he's a smaller guy, so he needs a little bit more protection. Uh, and I think their offensive um, uh, coaching staff has got to figure out and probably have figured out now what he does best and what they can't do with him. So I think this has been a great learning season for him. Um, as long as he hasn't lost his confidence, I think he'll be fine going into next year. But they've got to build some more around him. But I still think uh, he's going to be a really good quarterback in this league if they put the people around him and if they build the offense uh, taper to what he does best. How, how about C.J. Stroud? And 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 perhaps he, I know he's injured now and come back to the yeah. pack maybe a little bit, but the level he was playing at there, Warren, for that that stretch, uh, were you blown away by that, 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 that he was playing so well as a young guy? I really was. You know, I thought he was the best pure passer coming into this draft. Uh, he came out of a pro-style offense in, in uh, at Ohio State, so he knew how to throw the football. He's very accurate. Uh, he reads defenses very quickly, and he had some good receivers to throw the football to. So he had uh, more success than I thought he would early. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate he's, he's dealing with the concussion right now, but hopefully he'll be back, if not this week, next week. But his future is very, very bright, and they're going to continue to keep building pieces around him as, as well in Houston, and uh, I think he's going to have an amazing career. Warren, thank you so much. Uh, we, we appreciate you so much. Have a uh, Merry Christmas for uh, you and your family, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Same to you, Michael. And uh, when you go back to Jersey, uh, tell Danny DeVito I said, I mean, DeVito, I said hello. I mean, not Danny, but I have Tommy, said Danny you know, so many times, hello. Warren. Go have your nice Italian meal with the DeVito family. <laughs>
They told me, you beat Gilbert Burns, you're next. And Dana White said in the press conference after the fight, he's 100% next. Then I go out here and I was like, I'm going to weigh in as backup to be next, to cement myself. Like, I didn't have to. And the UFC didn't force me to, but I did it just to cement myself as being next so there could be nobody else. And if I don't get it, who's going to get it? Shopcott? But, okay, if Shopcott fights it, then who am I going to fight? There's nobody else. I've literally right. beaten everybody else in the top five. So the thing that makes the most sense is me fighting Leon next. His, his team was saying April. I'm down in April. Let's go. And then Shopcott gets winner. And I'm going to fight Shopcott because – me, I want to leave a legacy of being the best welterweight to do it. I'm not going to sit there and be on the side like, oh, I don't want to fight this guy. Where's Conor McGregor? Let me fight him. I was like, no, I want to be the best. Well, I want to be up there with GSP. I want to be that guy. For what it's worth, I was on, uh, I think it was probably YouTube last night below, and I saw someone had put up a poll, and it said, you know, who should Leon fight next? And Bilal Muhammad, number one on that on that list. So it seems like that's what the fans want, despite what uh, Leon and his coach might be saying. So uh, I guess we will wait and see. Uh, I think it makes the most sense for all, and uh, I hope it gets done soon. I appreciate you, brother, as always. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. This time next year, we're going to be champ. That's right. Thank you, Bilal. All right, that'll do it for today's show. Thanks again to Pro Football Hall of Famer Warren Moon, the Bronze Bomber Deontay Wilder, and UFC star Bilal Muhammad. We'll see you tomorrow, everyone.